0: The following episode of True Stories Based on Fiction will contain coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. You can follow us on Twitter at TSBOF Podcast, like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash TSBOF Podcast, or you can visit our website at www.truestoriesbasedonfiction.com. Thank you, and enjoy the show.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. You've got exactly ten minutes to decide if you really want to know. You have built this city. Let's face
2: it, this is not the worst thing you've done.
0: Stories based on fiction.
3: Niggas fighting over rings, niggas won't beat the game, long little chief for a little old thing, little boy bang bang, long little chief. Niggas fighting over rain niggas won't beat the game, long little chief. Yeah, watch pretty mama while I slay my cane, long little chief. Uh. Cockroaches in the ratchet. Uh hand me downs with the patches. Mama put a little money in the matches. Taught me how to make a silver spoon out of plastic. You can either sink, swim, or be the captain. Get the last word, I'ma get the last laughing. Now they say you're better. Why you're dressing so classy? I don't want my best dress day in a casket. You can either leave, follow, or get out the way. Make a fucking move, it will make my fucking day Got a hundred-year plan about the day always been about time more than been about break you up with me. Usain run with me who's could have run with me she's come to find you you'll come for me at best you can run a any nigga at worst, I could run the whole country, that's right, Pim game like a brothel. that's why
0: Ladies I'm and gentlemen, to house welcome house to back. another edition yeah, of clear, True like Stories Based on
3: fiction. I am your I host, Brian,
0: boy. and with me this is, is Evan, the third boy. host So as so you know, know it so wasn't the second your host, me and is here tonight
3: I'm The, the first host, technically, boy.
0: This is actually an impromptu episode, we wanted to make sure we got some content sent out to you. Randy had some uh, things to do over the weekend. Had a couple of, a couple extra kids at his house yeah. and uh, shipped them on off today. So he wanted a little time to himself to regroup after having four kids running <laughs> a month. And Brian, you, you haven't been on a live recording in what, 18 years at this point? I think I missed one. <laughs> but you missed yeah. one, but you missed two episodes I want to say, did you? No, it was just one. We haven't record, We didn't record in a while because I think we recorded a couple Right, We had myself. a clip show, though. We had a clip show oh, that yeah. you were in on, and then the one with uh, special guest host Double D. So I was in the clip show. No, we, we had a clip show, and then the one yeah, with so Double we did. D. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah it's, been so, it's been a while. It's been a while. So, it's been a while. And then hopefully we can, we can all get back in, in the studio together. Because, oh, also we submission this isn't recorded in RBS Studios International. This is recorded in... Uh, RBS Studios, DJ <laughs> e- J- <EDJ> Studios, studios. <laughs> local. <laughs> it's only local. <laughs> but yeah, so Did we call some. Do we, this is the first one that I've, episode I've been on where, we're with, about the host, do we have, have a name for something when we don't have the core three? Nah, I, I think you were thinking of something, weren't you? A while we're ago? gonna call it the flip tapes. Yeah, yeah, the flip tapes because you got to flip it. You got to take it and you flip it. You can't see, but we're flipping our hands back and flip. forth say <laughs> flipping. <it. Yeah. laughs> It's a little flip. Yeah, Um, or or like you, you, we're also talking about calling it the B side or some shit. Yeah, the B side. B sides, yeah. Just be happy you getting an yeah, episode. Yeah, just, just B sides, be happy <laughs> yeah. you're getting an episode. <laughs> this could be the night though. we roll out, we can test out our new outro. And that's what I was thinking too. So that's a treat. You gotta yeah, listen to the very end in order to hear the uh, uh, aforementioned special new outro. That doesn't say a couple of guys with Brian hates, because a couple I, I never of Brian hates Only a school. Can remember it. <laughs> too long. I think it's true. Quick. Yeah, I agree. So, boy, uh, shit. What's been up with you? Uh, not too much, man. Just maxing, relaxing, just checking my phone here. Um, nothing much. Just working out. Just trying to catch up on some rest. Uh, I bought groceries. As, as you can tell, my apartment smells like curry. Cooking some Indian food. I'm cooking some. Well, it's, the Indians in apartment? <laughs> no, I hired them, <laughs> but it was technically it was, it was called a uh, Moroccan lemon chicken. Was but the, 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 the sauce packet tastes like fucking curry. It, it, it was definitely curry, but technically, technically it was according to the package Moroccan. I made myself a nice hot jambalaya. Hot jambalaya That's yes, Not be not to be confused with gumbo. What's well, good gumbo? Mm. <laughs> Look
2: at all this gumbo <laughs>
0: Uh, no, and we actually got in a conversation today mm-hmm. to, If anyone can actually tell us the difference between a gumbo and a jambalaya The only thing we came up with was a jambalaya, or a gumbo is more of soup Soup based, based. yep
1: Maybe yeah. like a stew
0: uh, Yeah, a, a stewish A thinner stew Yeah, and jambalaya is more of just like a rice based dish and the gumbo can now, if, if gumbo, if if our theory was correct, if gumbo was served over a bed of rice, it would, at that point, would it become jambalaya when the when the uh, rice soaks up all of the uh, juice? That's a good question. You like that juice? Good, but uh, I made my juice taste. And that jambalaya had some nice Andouille sausages. Ooh, yeah, man, it's all about the Andouille. And you put me up on that, the Andouille. It's delicious. Yeah. I put some chicken, just diced up there. That, uh, that chicken? Chicken breast. Uh, With your some, bare hands, like a, like a Kung Fu master. <laughs> I put some scrimps in there. Yeah. Now, were the scrimps sc- scampied? They were not. Um, they were uh, frozen shrimps I got, the jumbo size. Gotta be jumbo. Well, they shrink up a little bit. They they definitely shrink up. Um, like a dick in water, George <laughs> Cassandra style. The only thing, and I put all some diced tomatoes in there, some celery. I'm not a big celery fan. If I but, did it again, because I was talking with someone, they said that I was going to do it without the celery. Mm-hmm. No, you have to put a jambalaya it has to have celery. I, I would think so, too. So I'm like, okay, maybe it's something to do with the flavor. Mm-hmm. I think you could easily do it without. There's no taste. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm just not a big celery fan. It's a adds a weird texture. I feel the same way about a lot of vegetables, honestly. Like peas, for example, and carrots. If carrots mm-hmm. and peas are in, besides a soup... <laughs> where it's kind of mushy. I mean, carrots at least. I carrots like on fried rice. Carrots, I eat around carrots and peas and fried rice because I hate the texture. Uh, As well, I'm usually not a big tomato fan either. But those don't then taste bad in there. They almost kind of fill in. You don't even yeah. see the tomatoes. I think you kind of need need the tomatoes because like kind yeah. of like the the, the, the base is, is yeah. a, it's, it's a tomato based base, right? Yeah, but you put the juices from the can in there too. Also uh, got the um, some chicken broth, a mm-hmm. um, bunch of different spices. But, uh, the only thing I would do differently, I think, yeah, and it, you don't season up any of the chicken or the shrimps beforehand. Mm-hmm. It almost left a little when you're eating a bite with the chicken or the shrimp a little flavorless. so I think I would probably try to put some seasoning on it beforehand. Dude, this is what you need It's from that Cajun boy (laughs) Webster, (laughs) Nolens, Or is this New Orleans Uh, It it should have been Nolens, But it's a New Orleans Cajun seasoning Hmm. The best Cajun seasoning in the world I've tried several brands of Cajun seasoning And this is by far the best And I don't have an endorsement deal from them But if you want to give me one, I'll take it So Weber, if you're listening to this Ed, Ed, Evan <laughs> the third host Cannot sing the praises mm. Of Weber New Orleans, <laughs> New Orleans <laughs> In Orleans In and Orleans In Orleans Seasoning And once Brian tries it, He'll feel the same way Cause yeah this shit Is flames bro I've tried at least four different kinds of, See, this, this shit okay, so, so It's like baseball We'll record it on my iPad in my living room On my um, TV dinner stand And I have a random thing It was Web, Weber New, New Orleans Cajun Seasoning Right right on my um, <laughs> What do you call this kind of table? End table? End table End table into, as if it was a hot sauce in a, in a different black person's house. <laughs> it's, it's there at all times? I might put an ice cream. I might put in my bowl of cereal. Is that damn good? Woo! Woo! Some spicy cereal. Um, I did put some Creole seasoning in it though. That's good too. But but I find the Creole seasoning is better for something that's more seafood based. Like say, could have some scrimps in there. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it had a nice little kick to it. Did it? You know <laughs> it tomorrow? Yeah, I do. I'm gonna bring some more in up. Nice. Give you a little, a little taste. Ooh, look at all this gumbo. This is some good gumbo. <laughs> Come on, here. Look at all this extra gumbo <laughs> we got in <it> here. <laughs> but so, as you guys may not know, because this is a Brian and Evan episode, um, Brian especially, myself, I dabble. We're actually decent ass cooks. They say that cooking is a woman's job, but we prove that wrong Fuck every that. day. Yeah, I don't need a woman to cook my meal. I need them for that porridge. That's it. Mm. I can cook for my goddamn self. There's only one thing she can bring to the table that you'll eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's very seldomly of that. <laughs> but yeah, but like Brian, like you, like last year, did you make a, a fucking etouffee or some shit? That's some. I made that uh, Cajun steak with a little etouffee. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That Ca- etouffee on top. And you made your own butter. It wasn't mm. dry butter though, which <laughs> you your he, this guy makes his own butter. He he, he milked the cow mm. and everything. It had little turn a little churn thing to churn. Pitcher. I was a damn good Cajun. Say, so I haven't done one like that since then. Dude, I made that the night Robin Williams died. Ooh, R.I.P. Hook, the- Jack. Yep, Jack. Uh, cocaine. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> he did like the, the cocoa in his nose, nose. Um, yeah, but we're actually all, all pretty good cooks, man. And I would say, at our store, I mean, at the at our place of business, I think the men can outdo the women in cooking. Is there any woman that cooks? Exactly. Our our boss does our bo- a white chicken chili, which is pretty good. Which is in competition with our other male coworker's white chicken chili. Ooh. See, uh, I I've never tried a white chicken chili until then. It. Yeah, I love it. I love I, as if it was dry butter. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you little, you put sprinkle a little dry <laughs> butter on that white chicken <laughs> you know, chili. This this is great gumbo. Mm. <laughs> this is a good ass gumbo. I have never dabbled in trying to make a white chicken chili. No, yeah, and see, things like chili for me are too much work. I can make something just that's a little bit less work involved and letting it simmer and shit. See, and I can make a chili, but mm-hmm. my chilies turn out really thick. There's mm-hmm. no soup base. Thick like I do, like, I a like a woman. I do not like a a watery, a watery, no. thin-based chili. I agree. The I like, thick I like the like, better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I do. Think it almost needs a little bit of juice in it. It gotta, ha- it gotta have some broth in there. Yeah, but as thick as possible to where it still is considered soup. It's um, like but, Wendy's chili. Yeah, that's too soup based. I agree. But it, but uh, it's a good chili of the of the restaurant chilies and even like sit down restaurant chilies. It's probably still the most flame chili I can I can imagine. Yeah, except for they use like. 3-day-old meat or meat that falls on the floor that's ground. What, that's what makes it good, bro. <laughs> that's a good chili. That's a kid that gets chili gumbo. 3-day-old mm. meat that fell on the ground. It has to have both of those ingredients. It has to be 3 days old exactly. It has to have falls What's, on the ground. What do I do with this patty? It just <laughs> fell on the ground. <laughs> throw that in the chili pot. <laughs> you don't do, playboy. <laughs> yeah, but think about it, man. Because uh, at our place, it works every now and again. Well, probably a couple times. Or once a month, at least, we have some kind of potluck. And I don't cook anything for the store That takes too much time and effort But I think the men You cook t- up some soda pops Some soda pops That's hard work You gotta carry them Some chips <laughs> Some chips Yeah that's hard work playboy But yeah But I think that We we, we are we are breaking down those barriers of gender
2: Mmhmm um, Kataz is
0: a good cook Kachazza as well good cook Randy makes those uh little breakfast uh mm-hmm. What was it Bacon wrap weenies yep, Or something like bacon that Bacon wrap weenies mm-hmm. Those are good and then As Brian can tell you I make a, a damn good burrito mm. Hot sauce on my burrito Baby You make that uh Peppered steak yep, green peppered steak Which Which I, I bought the shit for Um Yesterday when I bought like when I only spent like 200 bucks on groceries So that's coming up pretty soon and You make those burritos yeah, before burritos. thank you, thank you, my friend. Before years in, I will make the more burrito, but it's just, it's a long process. I would almost, I would go as far to say your burrito might be one of the best burritos. Wow, that is a compliment. That's even beating rest any restaurant. Thank you, my friend. I remember the first time you gave me one, I was like,
2: ooh this is ooh. a good ass
0: gumbo. <laughs> See, but uh, now I tell everyone my secret on what makes my burrito so flames. What you have to do, number one, don't get stingy on any of the ingredients. You, you can't get stingy on the shit, and don't use the. Now I would imagine most people who cook uh, Hispanic food. They probably get their seasoning from the seasoning packs, like the o- 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 Paso, all that shit. So don't get burrito seasoning. Get taco seasoning. Number one. Number two. Again, well, that's number two, I guess. The more, just, don't be stingy. Number three is this is this is the secret. Well, it isn't it's not so secret. Thanks to my mom and grandma. You have to actually fry the shells in butter. As if you were Paula Deen. Butter. <laughs> I love a whole stick of
1: butter. not hate niggas.
0: <laughs> Paula Deen, get out of here. <laughs> but it, but that's the key, man. Because that that's where you get all that flavor. Because most people, when they cook any kind of soft shell, that just maybe heat it up on, on a, on a uh, skillet. So you put a little butter in a pan and then mm-hmm. put it in there. Yep. It. Yep. Flip it, you gotta flip it like flip tape, yep. <laughs> flip, 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 flip. and that's what that's what's the most time consuming. That and trying to wrap them up. How much butter do you put in that pan? I just do it by ear, I mean by eye and by taste, and then get a little thin layer. Or does it like do you like get enough where it's like you want to coat the pan? Okay. and then like it went to the butter starts to kind of get a little brown. Then you put that shell in there, then you make sure it gets a little hot. Then start to, then you just flip and then do you. Do you bake your burritos afterwards or no. do you just wrap it and then wrap it? Wrapping is good to go. I have never heard of that. I have to try that next time. Yeah, I mean when mom used to make um our our our, our, our burritos as a kid, I so think she always did it too, but she used she used beans. I hate beans and she used the the the, the burrito Seasoning? I prefer the taco seasoning anyway. Well, she makes beans with the meat, or does she yep. do beans, like refried beans separately. It's like it's like the whole concoction has the beans, a different kind of seasoning that has some kind of juice in it, probably bean juices in there too, and the meat, and then cheese on separately. And then she didn't, she doesn't do rice, but I do that rice too. Mm. Now, does your rice cooked in with your beans, or do you do it separately? No. Everything's separate. I have never been able to perfect Mexican rice, Spanish rice. I mean, what kind do you buy? Though I buy the shit in the fucking bag, man. Like the Knorr's pasta sides rice. I, know, I usually just buy whatever's the first one mm. okay, Yeah I mean dude And then that's also This is going to be a cooking episode yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> cooking, cooking,
0: Friday? Friday. <laughs> Which also I think If we ever get famous man We could have a YouTube cooking show I've always wanted to do it, Or a cooking book well, cookbook for dudes we're not like a feminine one Like a man Like shit that's easy i don't all like this easy. fancy shit Exactly you Give me the less ingredients bro, The better Exactly so it makes it good to taste really Yeah good. Like also a secret is kind of going off topic A little bit The secret is Like what I do I buy the pre-chopped onions bro I'm, I'm <laughs> not cutting on no It's more money You know less all effort. the shit I had to prepare yesterday mm-hmm. The onions were the worst Exactly It takes forever I minced <laughs> up some garlic Yeah just, no, Well just Nope It's not that hard I, I hate having to peel The garlic cloves out yeah, I've never had I never a, entertained doing it. Oh, it makes a mess. But then you have to have the blade down and just like chop it yeah. to real fine. That's not as bad. Then I had to cut the dice the peppers up.
2: Mhm.
0: The, the peppers. Scoop out the uh, stem. Yeah. And all, and then wash out all the seeds. Uh, fuck, what else I have in there? It was the peppers, the onions, the garlic. Maybe was that just then I did the onion. But the onion sucks. To yeah, cut you can a, have a super super sharp knife to get to, to cut the onion properly. I can never figure out but, which layer to start at. But you gotta to dice it so it's Whoo, just the right nah, sizes. Yeah, on my Moroccan um, dai- det- 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 yeah. lemon chicken, I bought a pre cut onion, bro. good it onion it what eighty nine cents or some shit. Yeah. This shit costs like three bucks, but I didn't have to go through all that fucking effort. And I hate cutting vegetables, and also, I hate buying vegetables because I never finish them all, because it's only me in my apartment. Yeah. I bought the pre-cut shit, boom, put it in there, it took two seconds. <clears throat> two fucking seconds. Oh, but uh, I was going to say, yeah, my mother, sorry, mom, also cannot cook rice to save her life, man. Her rice is always, like, really sticky, and almost is, like, one big rice kernel, is all, like, just comes together, but uh, I'm not sure if I have a good pot, but my rice comes out perfectly 90% of the time, and I'll just follow... Follow the instructions. See, I'm sure. the rice I did in my, gumb- or my jambalaya mm-hmm. turned out good. I bought, like, a, it was pre-cooked. I saw, it, was, like, it turned out. Pre-cooked it, like, instant rice or something like that. Uncle Ben's? No, it was... When I buy ingredients that you're mixing I typically buy, like, whatever's the cheapest. Yeah, me too. Me too, yep. it, was, like, it opened up the box and had four little individual packets. Just ah, okay. Gave it about a half hour. Did it all in the slow cooker. Mm. Cooked about eight hours yesterday. That's seven hours yesterday. Whew, that's a shift of the job, bro. Um, but yeah, it turned out really good. Um, I wish I knew how to make a fucking uh, some fried rice like uh, over at the Asian Express. Yeah, that's the best rice in my opinion. It is, and I've seen it them do hard it to find good fried rice. It is. I mean, in my, I prefer the fried rice I get in Saginaw to any fried rice I've had in, in Midlands since I lived here, But at We're Genji's. My two favorites have closed down because my favorite one was right over that bridge on Genesee where that uh, where like that family dollar, like across the street from the um, Children's Museum shit. Mm-hmm. The one that was right in that corner, right, right where that car lot used to be that just closed down again. No, now it's like a, a fucking tamale place or some shit. Cool. But but that building, nothing has last last more than a year since, since that place closed. Off. But that was my favorite. And my second favorite one was one in Bridgeport. You know, in like that main plaza on Dixie oh, Highway. Yeah, well, Bridgeport. Yeah, but it, it had one right in this plaza, right by the Kroger, the Family Dollar, the Subway, the old one stop video back in the day. They had a Chinese place there. It was amazing. They closed down too. There's one place in Saginaw I haven't been there in years. Years, probably ten years or so. <laughs> a decade. But it's still open. Remember uh, where the comic shop used to be on Hamilton Street? Yes. Um, what's that main road that's right before you go down to and you hit Hamilton Street? Are, are, are you talking about Mission? the Pantahouse? House? No, Paint House is good though too. But they don't do a good fried. I don't. Most, it's like just a little hole-in-the-wall place. I think it's called a. I've seen it before. I don't like, know the name China of China or China. It, it, yeah, City. Yes, yeah. Yes. Like, yes. 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 Walk yes. in there. They actually have it's. Chicken fried rice. Your, your fried rice is chicken fried rice. They dice up the chicken in there. Yep. Delicious. Again, to that point, the, the, the Chinese places in Saginaw that we went to when I was a kid and still now, fried rice is a main That's not the side dish so like it is in places of myth. And then you get how fried rice it has, like chicken in it, shrimp, beef, pork. That baffled me the first time I ever seen that. I was like, I really. Was with someone, they're like, oh, I'll just take over chicken fried rice. I'm like, okay, what, well, what do you want as your meal? <laughs> right, yeah. Chicken fried rice. I'm like, yeah, I get that. That's the side dish. What the fuck do you want for a meal? I'm like no, that is the meal. I was the exact opposite when I started living here. I Me mean, like, yeah, I'll take this and fried rice. Like what? That's the fucking side dish. I mean, that's the main course. <laughs> so I'm not sure what is more authentic Chinese if it's the side dish or the main course. Yeah, but that's I think if it doesn't it. have meat in it, it's a side dish. Right. If they put meat in it, it becomes a meal. Yeah. Because as a kid, man, we always got either house fried rice or chicken fried rice, and we got some of that pepper steak. Now, do you not agree? As two individuals mm-hmm. that grew up in Saginaw,
2: mm-hmm.
0: you live in Midland now. I live in Bay City. Mm-hmm. Saginaw has hands down better Chinese restaurants than Absolutely. either other place. Absolutely, because all we have now is ones that are owned by the same family. And- I found nothing but janky ass Chinese restaurants in Bay City. I have yet to. F- there is no good Chinese restaurants in Bay City. There's one place I've had in Midland. Where? Over by what's over by the Kmart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The one's right over here, then. Yeah, because yeah, you, you don't notice it, but yeah, but we're right by, we're right by there. Oh. That's like, uh, that's not that's down the street for me. Yeah, that is China Palace, I want to say? I had that one. That was probably about four or five years ago. Yeah. I had some takeout from there. They're the closest to up. Yeah, that was... In the, terms of... That was, I was actually... A, I was with someone from Bay City. Mm-hmm. Came here to get Chinese. You know, and <laughs> went back good. to Bay City. Uh, Bay City. Bay City. Yeah. But there's so much better Chinese oh, than... Sagina. So much better. Panda House probably a little pricier, but probably the ben best. House Chinese. is definitely, and then it, it has the best best atmosphere. So if you're gonna go sit down, of course, I know you had some issues there in the past. But I, if, have, I, I think I think the you and Randy went, and the guy tried to like almost carjack you or some shit. Was that oh, yeah. <laughs> Some, It was a weird situation. For myself, I was getting food for someone else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, I, I heard that story, but I, but it, when I go there to get like pick up my takeout and shit, it always looks like someplace I would actually go and sit down. I bet a lot of drug deals go down it's down there. It's a fancier restaurant, Bob, yeah, but it's it doesn't the, look like it. it is not in the best part. Of, I mean, it's, it's not, not in the worst. Part. Part. <laughs> it's not in the. It's the I mean it's, it's not in the best part. It's right by the really bad part. Yeah, it's down the street from the really bad part. <laughs> You make a wrong turn And you fucked up <laughs> You have fucked up Cause it's right by Habitat for Humanity Which is actually A, a decent place but, but you also got Hunan's. That's the one that's By the old Galaxy Comics The first yep. Galaxy Comics I, I, I've gone there I wasn't a fan of uh, They're hit or miss Yeah so they I think they go Between uh, chefs Yeah Cooks at times mm-hmm. Cause their time, there'll be times When it's really, really good And times when it's Really bad Or er, subpar. But then Me you also order. got Forbidden City Right across the street. Yes. In the plaza where the old Curtis Mathis used to be. Yep, yep, yep. Now it's like that uh, Indian plaza. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you got that old shack-looking place that's right next door to Papa... Uh, not Papa John's uh, Pizza Hut.
1: And, uh, it's a little yes, little, yes,
0: yes. It looks like a small little house. It's a hut. It's like a shack. It's like the rib shack of Chinese yes. place. I'm They are a hidden gem. Really, now the the one that I like that had fried rice the, the the flavor takes almost like it's grilled for some reason. It's the one is right by the Seven Eleven. It's kind of um, kind of by State Street. It, it's attached to Seven Eleven. Um, I know which one you're talking about. It, it, it actually comes in like the very small. They they actually have one of those in the Bay City. Do too. they? They opened up a few years ago. See, that's used to be a place when high when I was in high school. Right. I mean, there was someone from my high school always working there. Really? I didn't think the food was all that good. Now, I've come to mm-hmm. enjoy the one in Bay City, but I probably haven't been there in years. Gotcha. Because you never think about it. Yeah, yeah, because it, it's a hole in the wall, literally. Yeah. And then, uh, I mean, I can't say that it's the best of the ones in Saginaw, but it's the one that tastes different. It wasn't a bad difference, because their fries tastes different to me. It tastes like like it's grilled for some reason. Hmm. It's like barbecue. <laughs> it's like barbecue gumbo, fried rice. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I always like that one place I was telling you about. I'm uh, Michigan too. Yes, yeah, uh-huh. I used to. Mm-hmm. I again, so many places I've been to. It's not the most convenient place to go just hop yeah. in the car and go to. Because do you know what I think it is, man? I feel like the the Chinese restaurants here, besides the one that's up from me, they feel more like they're corporate and French. I mean, they're, they're more corporate based. So so they're they play too safe with the food. So, it's not authentic enough. See, what I find, and what I hate, I love Chinese food, but I do not like Chinese buffets. Oh, I never have. Yeah, so when it, when we do our recording, let's do Inside Baseball. Yeah. When we record outside of RBS Studios International, we're a little bit limited in how much space we have, so I have to send Randy multiple files because we maxed out. Just so you know, it might be a little bit of an interference, or maybe not... He might be able to finesse it, but hey, I'm being open with the people. <laughs> we said earlier, though, fuck them. They're getting an episode. Yeah, fuck you. Can we say fuck you out of love? You know. But um, as you were saying, though, uh, you were talking about janky Chinese food for restaurants? Oh, I don't like buffets. Okay, yeah, yes, yes. I agree. I'm, uh, the, the, you've been to one buffet. You've had, been to all of them. I, I've, have you ever been to a Chinese buffet where the food tastes any different from the uh, one a different one? I I guarantee you I could go to one tomorrow, and I could fly out to California <laughs> the next day, find California. some random hole in the fucking wall Chinese mm-hmm. buffet, and it'll taste like the same goddamn owners, the same goddamn cooks made it. Yeah. However, I take I agree with you mostly, but chins and Saginaw, what you forgot about. It's decent However Chance is more so Like Mongolian style Where you pick your noodles and shit And they, and they chop it up for you and, that, and their buffet Is more of an American buffet They have pizza and shit So yeah So I take that back No In an in a, in a authentic Chinese buffet No They, they so also I feel like the it's, not, well, it's not bad I have been there in a while Tapignaki is decent But I think Chance is better And Chance is cheaper It feels like too hmm. Well granted uh, I haven't gone to Chance a lot Since I worked at Sears Going you know, on six years ago now Oh, really? And it, 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 what I don't get, man, is we should go to chance on a thirty-minute lunch. At Sears How is it possible to, to do anything in thirty minutes at a sit-down restaurant, even if it is a buffet? I don't know how the fuck we did that shit. So we had to fight that traffic in Bay Road Right? It, it's across the street myself. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how we did it. I did it like at least twice a week. Huh? Um. But going back to the whole fried rice thing. Yeah. I like Genji's fried rice. I still think they have one of the better fried rices. Okay. I like putting that little yum yum sauce on it, mixing it in. That that, That pink mayonnaise. Mayonnaise and cumin, probably? Yeah. I hate mayonnaise in general. Then I, I don't like yum yum sauce. I always give mine away. But people love... I'm not sure if, if that is a, is a national thing, the, the yum yum sauce. But people here in Mid Michigan love the fucking yum yum sauce. So if you don't have it in your region, if you're ever in Michigan, Saginaw, Bay City, whatever... So I used to think it was just the one place that made it. Now it seems like everyone has yum yum sauce. Everyone has... I think Genji's, that family, are the originators. Now everybody else is a swagger jacker. Mm. Because Genji's owns... Uh, the, the place we go to on Eastman, who's the name of that place? Asian Express. Asian Express, and they own Genji's here, and they own Genji's in Saginaw. Is there Genji's in, in Bay City? Nope. Well, yeah, it's the they same. They got nothing family. in Bay City. Okay. They also own Pies. Yes, yes, and Pies. Yep, yep. Because I think Pies is, is a family name. Yeah. Yep. So they, they virtually have a monopoly on the Chinese places here in town. Good for them. Yeah. I'm ha- and they own some, I think, apartment buildings too. Do they? Mm hmm. They have those Asian massage parlors. (laughs) Let's hope. Well, not. I've seen people that work there. And then, honestly, uh, how can I be not racist and say this? There's no way. Just say it. Yeah, but the ones who work (laughs) at uh, Asian Express, the daughters don't look Asian. Uh, They look like uh, what do you call it? Indigenous, like like Eskimos, almost. <laughs> Have you seen dogs? <laughs> They don't look Asian, but I think that that is some kind of Asian. Like, I don't it, mind no whale blubber. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they don't look. Well, I mean, I I, mean, I don't know that much about the Asian community and how widespread their their race is, so I can't really speak on it. But they don't look like my races. I will will <laughs> tr- traditionally see an Asian. Now their mother or the grandmother, she looks like she's definitely uh, uh, one of the top Asian, so look, Chinese, Japanese, those are the top Asians as we all know. Um ho- uh, ho- I'm, uh, I feel, I feel like if I ever get famous, they're gonna find these. Well, I- I've said a lot worse things. Than what I'm saying right now, let's right be <Right>. If I ever get become a real public figure, I have to be out, out, upfront about my racism and my sexism. <laughs> that ain't <laughs> me. Mean. Right. No, I, I have to be in front of it, so they can't say. Evan said all these racist remarks, and like, no, I have to say the same shit if I ever have interviews too. So it, was that way it won't be a secret, and they can't use it against me. Because that chick from um that chick who was some kind of sports reporter who was kind of hot was well, she, she, she? She was on Fox Sports. I think this frame two years ago. And then she had a, a sports podcast like what we're doing, but not a sports podcast. And she made a joke about Asians and lost her job with Fox because of it on her podcast. it was funny, I was just uh I don't we're gonna hear the story, but it was just I don't know if it was something to do with school, but uh and listen, I didn't even water. Or if it was uh liquid gumbo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listening to a recent or an old podcast like or something like that. I can't remember what I was talking about. They were talking about uh Oh fuck. What's that tall ass uh basketball? This is from? a good liquid gumbo, bro. <laughs> Tall who? That's crystal clear bullet <laughs> <laughs> Crystal Clear Gumbo, bro. Who's that uh real tall Asian basketball player? Yummy. Know I mean? It has to be he, he's the only one I mean maybe it was. But uh, like he was like all-star and everything this was Years ago right He was yeah. popular In the early 2000s er, Early ops. Yeah this actually made a. I want to say Big news but uh, He was like an all-star And everything And all of a sudden He lost his streak And uh, some a reporter Source reporter Put in the article The title There's a chink in the chain Oh my god <laughs> And he tried to play it off <laughs> I didn't mean it <laughs> See I don't pronounce it Chink I pronounce it kink in the, Like kink in the armor Not chink in the armor You're the racist <laughs> <laughs> But I think that people know That uh, Especially me Because I, I say the most Outlandish shit on the show I think we can all agree But I do it Kind of being ironic And being Strictly com- Comedic Not trying to offend anyone Because or, or, I talk about Black people I talk about everyone And I think that it's, it's like Satirical Henry Lo- Henley Rollins The last There's a Okay, so again, inside baseball. So in the background on my TV, uh, I have the Apple TV. <clears throat> on My Apple TV, when it, when it goes to I guess a screen saver, it shows movie posters. So it it shows movie movie posters for movies i would never even fucking heard of that apparently are coming out. I could be straight to iTunes or some shit. Beauty and the Beast. Were you were you? at work when we saw the poster for that shit. For which one? Beauty and or the Beast. Mm-mm. It looks terrible, bro trailer or the poster? The poster. Again, the poster probably is a very prelim. I they- saw they just released a picture of uh, who's it, Emma Stone? Yeah. Emma, no. it's uh, Emma Emer- something. No, uh, Harry Potter. Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah, it's Belle. She pulled it off. She looks good. Yeah, but the Beast didn't. Oh, I haven't seen a picture of the Beast. It's I don't bad. know. She's got to hold up because they uh, just did the Jungle Book, and I thought if anyone's read my review on <laughs> True Stories Based on, on Fiction. fiction. Dot com, uh, I was much a fan of Jungle Book. I purchased it. Mm-hmm. I've watched it twice since I bought it. Good movie. I heard that, okay, because um, I I, th- I thought that it was kind of hackneyed and, and, and Cannibalizing themselves when they take their old. The only thing Disney does now is Pixar is making original content, Marvel and Star Wars are making original content. Three companies that Mar- Disney owns. The only movies that they were making now were re- live action remakes of their cartoons. And from what I heard, a lot of them have been shit. <clears throat> but a, but you said the Jungle Book was pretty flames, and he he. But now he's doing Lion King. But well, it's, now they're coming out and saying that the. Ceiling, but... The only reason they made Jungle Book was a test run to see if Lion King will, really? yeah, would do well. I mean, with Lion King, I feel like you're doing a, the live action movies. It, have to, it has to have fucking uh, real people in it. There aren't any real people in Lion King. There aren't even any polters or anything. There's only one real person. Was that a kid? Yeah, there's no, there's no character. They wanted to see how did the CGI hold up for the animals and did it look out of place with the animals talking. But is that live action if it's a if it's a it, it's it's a weird it's it's a slippery slope. It's a very realistic looking cartoon. And what is he gonna shoot? Is he is that gonna be all green screen? What is he gonna shoot as a director? Oh. So that's one that I'm the most skeptical about. I, and I'm trying to pull up this post they haven't made Aladdin yet. Yeah, that makes sense because it's real people. I can't find this goddamn picture, man. Oh, okay. Um, while, while I'm looking for this picture, and then we'll probably get into what we thought was going to be our topic. Well, we don't really have to. Cause we're, we're doing good on this show. Oh, is dude playing? Okay, I can't find that. Anyway. um, You on Snapchat? No. I am getting really sick and tired of all these Snapchat filters. You see people yeah, using Snapchat. Yeah, the roses and shit, the dog face and shit. So fucking stupid. Yeah. Not flames, bro. No. But, um... Childish. Yes. Valiant Entertainment is doing uh, live-action movies, but they're also um, doing um, a web series from uh, Bat in the Sun, a production, the, the, the guys did the, the fan film for uh, Batman, Endgame, and Grayson, which are actually pretty good fan films. Like I've never Back seen those, Endgame. but I've seen their uh, superhero fights or whatever.
2: They,
0: they do those, too. They do? Yeah, okay, so mm. they've actually leveled up a little bit then yeah but um on um, the they've got uh shot from arrow playing ninjack they have the guy from that play uh banana no something? not death stroke death shot oh okay Hopefully flash a death yeah you know he, he did. so he he's playing it actually it looks pretty fine. I, I saw, saw some, some I saw some uh you hear something online, or they did it on that geeking out show with Kevin Smith? I got to add it to my um, DVR. Last it, night was the season finale. Oh, hopefully it's on demand then. <laughs> but um, also, Jason David Frank is playing. Um, That's the White Ranger, right? Green Ranger, White Ranger, Red Ranger. Yeah, we start off as, as, as a Green Ranger. He's playing uh, Deadshot. They show those on there. They may. I I saw. Um, we were posting something. Well, here's Deadshot. I mean, here's Bloodshot. Rather, really. don't look too bad. Yeah, I, now, the, that's are a, they I mean, making a live action, a full length movie, or are they just a web length? series? Oh, Okay. But uh, so last year, if you if you listen to my one of my evocations episode where I talked about the Valiant Comics doing live action movies, um, they, uh, they 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 should do a cinematic. A universe with Bloodshot and a, and Harbinger, Harbinger, um, but Bloodshot is going to be in this web series as well as Ninjak. So I don't know how the, I'm not sure how it all ties together. But that's, that's Bloodshot, and then they're also doing, where did it go? Where's Ninjak? And this is Ninjak. So the, the first was concept art. This is like an actual still of the guy in the costume and shit. Nah, look at it. Looks just like that shot too. Yeah. But it's Flames, though. I mean, like, this is, like, very detailed. So, um, I know that you don't re- read that much of Valiant, if any. If I read much, you read none? <laughs> then you would be correct. But, um, being, like, a, a pretty a pretty decent fan, I don't read enough of it. Because, honestly, my comic shop doesn't carry it anymore. Yeah, you, you have to put it on your pull list. And I don't feel like doing that. Do there any comic shops really? I mean, maybe it's not around here. Not around here. That, uh in town, mate, but i will never go there again. Let me remember what happened to that fucker. What happened to huh? when he came? He came to our place of business like five minutes before he closed with a lot of questions about our business. Fuck him, yeah, fuck that guy fuck him with a bag full of baby dicks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, he, he used to carry it back when it first came out in 2012, when uh, it was uh, Exo Man of War, who I've never liked, and Bloodshot. He, he carried those two, but then time went on. Stop but he has like uh, my comic store has weird shit, man. He, he I think he cares a lot more, uh, cares a lot more of uh, the esoteric comic book companies. Like he has uh, Avatar all the time, but yeah, but he stopped caring. But apparently, Valiant sells like of the people have decent budgets for, for the books. They only have like two percent of the market share. Really. But they win, they win like most awards though, like the Isers and shit. But I heard the Isers are like the Oscars, where people can buy an Eisner basically. Who would you say is the third big image? I, I think now it's Dynamite's kind of getting up there though. Dynamite's coming up there by Dynamite's, IDW, I think. I mean, no, that's why I'm talking, That's why I was thinking I, the IDWs because they're getting all these uh, rights to like Back to the Future licenses, yeah. yeah. And like those have like a built-in fan base too. So even non-comic book fans will go buy a Back to the Future book, you know? the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which yep. Evan turned me on to. I in his flames was probably one of the. <laughs> I don't get the monthly ones. I get mm-hmm. these nice hardcover, uh, really nice trade paperbacks of mm-hmm. them. Now I'm only hard half, covers, yeah, and I'm only about uh, halfway through the series. I think I'm through like thir- issue thirty something. Yeah, that's um, roughly halfway through I don't want to say they're in the 60s But it, includes, it puts them everything in chronological order It is a fucking nice ass book It's all yes. one cohesive storyline Cohesive so storyline, yeah And then, also, they always have a parallel series Of either micro-series or mini-series But and then so it tells its own story But also weaves into what they're doing perfectly yeah. The editor, who, whoever organizes all that shit Is a fucking genius Cause Marvel, Marvel, uh, granted, granted they have a lot more books, but they can't manage this shit that well. No. Well, fucking, you already got a uh, Civil War two on another <laughs> delay. They said that won't be finished before the end of the year. Yeah, I'm not too surprised because Marvel's and books, can, story. Yeah, and, and Marvel's historically can't put out any. But I events on time. I think this week, you got some of the books that are supposed to start shipping. Our post so. Civil War two. Um, cause you got champions, which is the all the younger yep. heroes. Yep, I want to say some of the new Iron Man series uh, start did the, the Invin- No, not no. It's uh, those don't start up, but cause, yeah, uh, cause those in are Invincible Iron Man, uh, infamous Iron Man's done. Yeah, and and that book was whack. I mean I like my boy it Alex has some some good in there. yeah, but that's uh, sort of who gives a fuck about his parents, bro. Especially seeing as it was no one that you ever met before. Just some random rocker chick who... yeah,
2: that was whack. But
0: I will say I am excited about uh infamous Iron Man. That's one of the books I'm yeah. looking forward to. I, I pro- I'll i probably give that a shot, but I'm still upset that fucking uh the guy who drawing Civil War two Who's come a long way in a short amount of time in terms of being like this, a, a inch level artist being like one of the top guys out. Who's really, really fucking good. I would rather him draw Iron Man still because his Iron Man is the best Iron Man I've seen, in, in probably David, David Marquez, Marquez or some shit. I'll tell you what though, I'm excited this uh on the new Invincible Iron Man. They got uh, Stefano Caselli, yeah, doing art. Because I'll tell good. you what. Uh, who's doing Mike Diodato Yeah, um, that is some uh, janky ass looking heart, artwork. Mike Diodato hasn't been good since fucking oh, Thor. Co- I like his covers on Hulk. Yeah, but I'm talking about interiors. He hasn't been good since Thor, and like '97 when, when Warren Ellis wrote it, like around Thor 500. He did a little bit of the Amazing Spider-Man back when J. I mean, Michael. Happy. He they were hit or miss to me because I think he's another one that needs a good anchor. But, like, his Tony Stark and his uh, Victor Von Doom and that Iron Man story I'm in right now mm-hmm. are horrible. I, I kind of like that, that his, his, his Victor Von Doom looks like an Eastern European guy. i like it if it was good artwork. <laughs> yeah, but the problem, okay, the problem with him is. I'm he, liking that they're not just drunk when I was a white guy. Yeah. But he does better. Well, okay, the problem with the, when, when he went downhill is when he started doing, using photo reference. Back in the day he didn't do that. Yeah, it was more cartoony. Yeah, it was more of his own style. Not like he took a photo and, and traced it. Same problem I have with Greg Land a lot, same problem I had with what I used to have with Salvador LaRocca back when he did like remember that fucking New Universe book you did in like the early two thousands with Warren Ellis? See my first thing I remember uh Salvador LaRocca on was Extreme X Men. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. That's when he first. that's he first started doing the um not inking style, but because you know me, because um guys may not know this, but uh, Brian, I think it's fair to say you, you're more of a DC guy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'm more, uh, more of a Marvel guy. I got into Marvel. I want to say around the time either the first X-Men or the first Spider-Man movie came out. Oh yeah, that's real late. Uh, I would get sporadic thing. Like I'm not saying I didn't know who the characters were. I didn't right. know anything. But I got into it. Uh, one of the first ongoing. Uh, Marvel books I got was Daredevil, mm-hmm. and I yep. really got that because I. Kept I remember those days. Oh, oh, oh okay. Um, uh, back when Marvel Knights started. That's back before I knew you. Okay. Um, and Marvel Knights put out a lot bye, of good books. The Bye Bye Man. <laughs> but um, but they what else? They had? they had the Inhumans. They had Marvel Knights. or they had Daredevil? They had Punisher. And, they put out a good Black Widow series. Okay, Marvel Knights started with Daredevil's first book, then it was Black Panther, which was the top two books, and Indian then it had the twelve issue Paul Jenkins and Inhumans. That was second wave, though. Oh, was it? The first wave was wait, wait, was no, it was four I'm books. I'm lying, yeah, no, yeah, it was Punisher, which was terrible. That was when he was the demon, angel, as an yep. angel or something like that. Daredevil, Black Panther, and Inhumans. Second wave was and they did the Marvel Knights team book, that mm-hmm. and it did Marvel Boy, a Black Widow. Black widows. It was only three issues, I think, but that yep. was a good book. That's when like the blonde chick took over for, mm-hmm. yeah, was that was that Greg Rucka or was it also a Grant Morrison? Greg Rucka, that Morrison like, did Marvel Boy, yeah, and that was, but both had yeah. bad JG Jones art who only do covers. Um, no, JG he didn't do Marvel or he Black did Marvel Boy, Boy I he did Marvel Boy, but he didn't do Black Widow. Black Widow had good artwork in it. Really, that um, was Gordon Prolog from sucks. I'm gonna see if I can look it up, but uh, well. You bring up Marvel Boy. Do you know the the rumor is Marvel Boy was actually supposed to be the, and they're saying somehow I don't and I don't know how, but it's actually the first Ultimate book. But he's actually an Ultimate. I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I don't get it. I remember trying to read Marvel Boy, thinking it was supposed wanting to like it, and I just didn't understand it. Yeah. Uh, also, that's when they did my boy, the Century. Was if you read the Century book, the concept of the Century was good, but Bendis fuck fucked him up. Oh no. Okay, but the point I was going to make. <laughs> um. I remember Salvador LaRocca when he was drawing Excalibur back in the day, and then he went to Uncanny X Men. That's when he, that's when he, I think he peaked, in my opinion. But then I went back, and well, but then Lawrence, who, who who's my brother, he got like the Flash Terminal Velocity series, that like came had the entire shit that came out like the little packs, and that's when um, he, he first started drawing, and that's when the Speed Force was first introduced. And with me in D.C., I only started reading when read Robin as a kid, when my boy Mike Waringo was drawing it, but... I, Devin Grayson wrote it, too. Oh, Devin Grayson, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, is that J.G. Jones? That cover is, for sure. Yeah, he did the interiors, too. There was some good artwork on that, I remember that much. I hate J.G. Jones' interiors. But go on. Um... I was going to say, oh, yeah uh, So that's when the Speed Force first got introduced Yeah, so then I, I started reading DC Around the time of, I want to say Final Crisis Because I think you kind of put me on DC back in the day Because I will buy it every now and again But that's also what, in college was, well, you had, a, you read Identity Crisis though, didn't you? Final Crisis came before didn't it? No, when Identity Crisis, Infinite Crisis, Final Crisis Okay, so when Identity Crisis was <laughs> happening That's my, because I I, when I first started college, I stopped reading comic book because I, I was trying to get too much pussy, so I, I couldn't manage both. But when I started working at Media Play, I, I started dabbling and in, back into it. I would buy on K, old issues of Uncanny X-Men, and I would buy The Ultimates 2, and then I would buy a, a, a DC book every now and again because this was right around House of M. You were telling me you haven't fucked with it. So then I think I started fucking with Final Crisis. But I, you should see, I, I Identity Crisis understands what I'm like. With Ultimate. the maternal covers but I, And I never picked them up Cause I was only buying The only, only, only new books I was buying were Uncanny X-Men And Ultimates, uh 2 Which was still one of the best series ever Both Ultimates and Ultimates 2 were Yeah good. Three That was something. when Good uh, art Loeb took over yeah. Joe Mad Yep Good art though Yeah But uh, oof Shit Can't, got Can't have just style over substance No No um, and Marvel's the first company that gave a style and substance Yeah Because DC back in the day was, was why I never liked it Oh some whack shit I've, yes. I've been reading a bunch of uh, old trade paperbacks the Old Batman stories mm-hmm. And uh ones that just, I just read War Crime Or War Games mm-hmm. Which going back I remember not thinking it was that good But going back and rereading it as one storyline There were more storytelling over art Absolutely and, uh, and that's when it got a little bit better. I mean, in the 90s, like, Zero Hour? Like, their the, the Dan Jurgen's house style with, like, bread Breeding? But it was some generic artwork that yeah. was in a lot of those DC. I mean, you, they were never going for, oh, hey, this is the artist that's going to be. Right. Marvel it, it, did that, and Marvel really kind of changed the game for the artists. Yeah. I think. Well, okay, so back in the 90s... Um, in terms of what I learned from like wizard magazine and shit uh d c was more of a writer focused uh company and more more of an artist focused company but that kind of fucked Marvel over when they, all their top paint their top artists left and, and made um image but yeah back in the day because like back in I was buying comic books from stop and shop up the street from from my house in in Sea world um i i would my, my little four year old eyes never was attracted to um uh, um, DC book list with a Sam Keith weird ass Batman cover from back in the day,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but it will be I'll get oh, He was on, that was detective. Yep, yep, yep. I remember that, he, that was when they brought the general in, mm-hmm. and they had a weird ass, big ass ears. As a kid, like whoa, look, Batman looks weird. So I'll, I'll pick that shit up. Then I opened up to Jim Apparel, who I like now. Back in the oh, what the fuck is this? Ooh, Jim Apparel wasn't bad. Um yeah, he's pretty good. There was another R. 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 artist because uh, he was big during the uh, Tom Lyle. No, Tom during Germit. the no it was but it was during the night nightfall era. I'm gonna look it up. That was like a lot of Tom Germit, a lot of um well, Tom Jim Lyle. Jim was on Bat, the Batman issues of it was terrible was with a terrible killer crack. Yeah, th- I, li- I like I like my, my my refined palette likes his artwork now, but his killer crack is so terrible, the worst killer crack ever. I want to know the name as soon as I see it, too. I'm thinking um, back in those days in those books. It was more. more Graham like, Nolan, I think? Yeah, Graham Nolan, yeah. He was yeah. an amazing artist in he my was. opinion. He was. But now he, he came back, I think, during um, Convergence? Yeah, not, not that fun. no. <laughs> Not funny. Not funny what well, I think <laughs> a lot of it, like we always, like you've been saying about uh, Jay Ramita, it's it an all depends on who your inker is. Yep. And also, I've noticed, because uh, I'm kind of an art. Kinda of sore. If a artist inks himself, like say a uh, fucking uh, Ron Garney, it mm-hmm. sucks because they're too heavy-handed. Or um, Andy Kubert, but if Andy Kubert has like like if Andy Kubert is inked by Tim Townsend, amazing. If uh, if a JR is inked by Scott Hanner or Tim Townsend, also amazing because I now. Were you ever into inkers like that? Like, did you like look at an inker and how how he can? Mm -hmm. Yeah, as a kid, I did because as a kid, I I wanted to be a comic artist. I wanted to be a writer, penciler, and inker like like fucking Todd McFarlane, fucking Rob Liefeld, and shit. I was a kid, so I used to study inking styles too. But and then Tim Townsend, even though even though he doesn't work that much anymore, is one of the best inkers ever because um he still inks Chris uh, Bocello right now, and I think he inks. Somebody else, but yeah. Um, so the first DC books that I've started buying regularly was, was Batman with uh Doug Mankey when he was drawing it. Um, what else? around what time was that? Around that same time frame oh, of man. uh Final Crisis and all that shit. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Because that's when they had the long ass flames as uh Red Hood soccer. I- that a a a mm-hmm. that's the best Judd Winnick. It's probably the only good Judd <laughs> Winnick. He got oh. a lot of work back in the day, but he, well, his 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 writing isn't bad in terms of like his dialogue's good and shit like that. But some of his stories is kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, not good. But, and he did a lot of Batman, but that uh, Red Hood storyline was his magnum opus. Man. And then what? At, and that's a man that fell from. I mean, he is. What's he doing in comics? Lately? He was doing Catwoman, and he was doing a backwing. wing, and he also he didn't have a. Ani book or something like that. Ani, what the anime? My no, name? Ani was uh, the publisher. They did to- Oni. Oni, whatever. Oh god, I'm sorry. Yeah, I was like, what are you talking? Yeah, Oni. I Greg Rucka had that for like his. his uh, sp- well, he put out that on me and I think that was through Oni. I was, uh, yeah, but that was way back in the day, man. I thought he had another book. I, well, I keep thinking Jimmy or uh, some shit. Paul Dini has that uh, Jingle Bell. Yeah. I think that's, like, self-published, isn't it? Um, let's see. American, honey? What are these fucking movies, bro? Um, yeah, but... Jug... <laughs> Jug Winnick, I think, because, as you know, man, uh, a comic book writer especially has five, ten years, maybe, in most cases. A comic artist has maybe two or three. Um... And I think the Jug it's time is, it is like over, Barry ween Barry Wings, your boy genius, yes, yes. But yeah, that is old. But I, I knew mm-hmm. he had a, one of those books, Droni. Yep. Well, he did Outsiders for a while. Yep. And that was that was a claim, but that's that's when I, I was kind of out. And off he did, um, the he, Exiles, from Green Arrow. I think he did Running Gre- run Green Arrow. Yep. Yep. And people like that too. Oh, he did do the Batwing and the Catwoman on the New Fifty Two. I said like two seconds ago, bro. You didn't say Batwing. You said Cat. Uh, I, I met it was during the new 52. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, when he had, had like his interviews, he was like, Yeah, I get to explore the whole country of Africa. And then, but Africa's a continent, bro. And then, for Catwoman's like, Yeah, Catwoman, me know, yeah, she's cool, and she's a thief, and she's sexy, and uh, she's sexy. That's all I can say about it. See, she's sexy. You know who who, who keeps getting chances? who I wish would fall off the face of the uh, writing planet like Chuck Austin did. Remember Chuck Austin? Yeah, uh, by X-Men? Yeah, S X men and the terrible-ass Superman he wrote. Oh, I yeah. didn't read it, but I heard it. I heard it was really bad. But um, what's his fucking name? He was at Comic-Con a couple years back, and nobody was at the table at all. Nick Spencer. What does he do nowadays? Now he's doing all the Captain America books. We're oh, getting yeah. controversy, but he's a terrible writer, man. And he's getting, hes gotten so many chances. Okay, I kind of wanted to fuck with that—that uh, that new Steve Rogers one. But after the first issue, I haven't heard anything good about it. Or anything interesting about it? People say it's not bad, but it's not really. I think people just want to know what the outcome of the storyline is going to be. Yep. And I think he's from Michigan. Is he? I think so. Um, have you heard of? Uh, it's the guy they just announced to do the new Justice League of America book. But... Because yeah, just like Steve Orlando? Yeah. Steve Orlando. <laughs> I'm trying to think what I, he's wrote before. He wrote uh McNighter, of course. And now he's writing Supergirl. Is he a, mm-hmm. oh, uh Oh yeah, Yep, big one. Is he good? I haven't read anything he wrote, no. For obvious reasons. But uh They had uh, one of my favorite artists on the book. What who's drawing it? Uh the way that you pronounce it? even Ikes, Ikes. Oh, Really? Yep. Hmm. Starts up in February. So wait, so uh, uh, that's Justice League of America. Yeah, they got the um, Justice League versus the Suicide Squad storyline coming up and this is going to be the um, prelude to that. No, the, sto- the book that comes out as a result. So I'm guessing gotcha. they're going to go back to their old uh, which is something they tried before. Uh, amalgam them the heroes and the villains. will be like second-tier heroes and some reformed villains to form yeah, the Justice okay. League of America. This yeah. Is my guess because I think they said Killer Frost is going to be on it. Uh, Probably Mick Midnighter is one of them. Yep. It, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've heard that that book wasn't bad though. But I hate that artist. It was ACO. ACO. I've heard of him. Yeah. I, I, not a fan. The Adam was gonna be the Ray. They're bringing the Ray back. Which the Ray like? The, like the new Fifty Two One who was who was, um, was he in the Ray? Yeah, or in the new Fifty Two? He had like a miniseries drawn by I mean written by Pamiati pa, and uh, his, his writing partner, drawn by um, Jamal Eichel. They're gonna have Ryan Coy, Coy, T- Troy, 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 um, Vixen. Um, Vixen was only cool in a cartoon. Ray Terrell, I don't know who the fuck that is. What's the Ray? Oh, um, that looks like the new one. And then Killer Frost. No, they didn't say Midnighter yet, but uh, yeah, I he's it probably in, Yeah, because he don't have a own book yet. He's got a miniseries. I think they're doing. Is the Midnighter the last s- survivor from fucking Wildstorm? Oh, they don't got uh, a no. Cause they have that miniseries Apollo and Midnighter. I think right now. Really, I think I think there's some miniseries going on. Or, or probably like just those two, then, because I don't see any grifter anymore. At first, they had voodoo, and grifter was the big one. Yeah, and then they had uh, that bitch from—I mean, that young lady from from Gen Thirteen. She was Caitlin in Fairchild. Yep. She was in Soup Boy. Yep, yep, yep. Back when I tried reading Soup Boy, and it was horrendous. It, I wanted to like it, man, but it, it, it was definitely not playing. But I like my boy uh, RB Silver's uh, RB Silver's art, but not on Spider Man because he 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 does issues of Spider Man now. Was it film I just miss uh, the Connor Kent Superboy. Yeah, But now it's gonna be John John uh, Lane Kent Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so behind on. Superman, right now. It's been a good book too. No, oh, dude, what happened with Superman, dude? Last time I went to the fucking comic book store, uh, I picked it up. I picked up what I thought was the next issue, not knowing it was a different fucking cover than what I already bought. I was "I'm done." That's why I'm getting tired of DC. There's too many fucking covers. Then, like the uh, the fucking. Uh, well, there's like four different covers for each Rebirth, Re- Reverse. I can't tell the difference. Rebirth, <laughs> rebirth Batman, then Batman Rebirth? Yeah! I could not, and then Scott told me, no one. You can tell because I'm like, no, dude, shut the fuck up. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't get it. I'm getting tired of the cover because I'm someone that I I want the generic cover. I don't want these uh, special limited edition cover Yeah. Just give me the one that's intended to be on the comic. hmm. If I like another cover, I'll buy a second issue. And, uh, but, I. Uh, I don't mind options because uh, in turtles they always have a Kevin Eastman cover and then yeah. like a cover from the artist of that book. I like the option. Yeah. But now it's like like a chase very and then I don't do think two. Kevin Eastman's all that good of ours, but he's he's so his art is so ugly. It's good. Yeah. It's weird. The only, thing, the only thing it does is it reminds me of the original series. Yep. But did you see they started the new Teenage Mutant digital book too? Yeah. universe, I think. There's like five dollars, only like ten pages of some shit. It was two stories, but like, it like wasn't bad. I read the first issue at the bookstore. Yeah, if it, I it, read it, the it, it comic book, so that's one thing. But uh, one thing that's driving me crazy This New Fifty or this Rebirth. All books are two ninety nine. Not my All Star Batman. That's five bucks. Five dollars every issue. Yeah, that's why I, the first one was good. The best Snyder since Court of Owls, in I, my opinion. And I thought it was just the first issue. Me too. Issue two came out. Those was four. I saw nine. the same price tag. Like, nope. The price is way too high. You need to cut it. But well, it's a good storyline. Not, not 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 five dollars worth. <laughs> I'm waiting to see if issue three is going to be that much too. Could do. the uh, price so it has more pages and also it has that car sock cover. Fuck that car sock cover. I'll take a regular fuck. I'll take the same paper they had on fucking um
2: uh,
0: death of Robin with uh, any Cubert. So it had the old school paper on it, like the the, the nice toothy paper. Mm-hmm. I'll take that shit if the price is lower. Yeah. Now let's talk for a minute. Yeah. About the best DC book that's out right now. Detective Comics. Yeah. And then I'm glad that spoilers. Well, fuck you if you didn't read it already. I'm glad that they they killed off Robin effectively, but they showed Ozzy Mandy has, had him, has him right. They haven't said that that actually is him, but it's speculation. Is yes. Um. Now here's the thing that. I don't think you know, because you don't read the book, but in, uh, Well, I read it. I, I, no, not... Oh, not, sorry. Types. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so, in Action Comics, he... Uh, Superman was fighting Doomsday. Yep. And he uh, took... kidnapped Doomsday. But also, and they oh, also. said this, in the last issue of Batman Beyond, of the old series, because for a while, Tim Drake went to the future. Right. He was yep. the, the yep. new Batman, in Batman Beyond, well, they brought back Terry McGinnis and Tim Drake, which is an older Tim Drake, decided to kind of uh, right drive off to the off sunset. Into the sunset. <laughs> and they literally showed him on a motorcycle driving off to the sunset and then he disappeared <laughs> out of the thin air. And that was before the issue with Tim Drake and really? Comics got killed and then disappeared. So, so I wonder if there's correlation and no one's really put, said hey, you know, the other Tim Drake in another book did the same thing. So, what if Ozzy Man, or, well, I think it has to be Ozzy Man is. Yeah. What right now. So, what if he's collecting multiples? I'm wondering, to, what's it leading up to? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if the, if the DC Universe now fights the Watchmen, they're going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Besides the fucking, uh, blue dude. But isn't he Dr. dead? Manhattan? Now and then, uh, also. But well, you don't know. I don't know what which, of, which Watchmen which is. Is it 1984? Is it 1970 whatever the peak of their powers or what? Yeah. I don't know. I will say this: I trust with what DC's doing right now because they put out some good ass books. It took them ten years to get this shit together. How much of us thought we were going to be done with DC once this whole rebirth thing was announced? Yeah, because it didn't sound good. <laughs> no, but, but it's been surprisingly. But Detective is. Detective is the book to get right now. Yes. That's, that's probably the best book on the stands. If only Eddie Burroughs could do every issue. Yeah. But even the filling art is not bad. It's not bad, but with having Eddie Burroughs as a lead and then having anybody else is going to be a, yeah. a drop. Um, but it's the best team book out there. Yeah, because... Um, it, it was like an old school X-Men. Yep, yep. Team trying to work together. hmm it has the best elements. The only person who's kind of forced is Clayface. I like what they're doing with him, though. Yeah, but it works. But all, of everyone else, he's the one that's the most out of place. And it seems like he, he, he's only there to make him sympathetic. Yeah. And, and this is the best Tim Drake since fucking Chuck Dixon. Well, maybe since Adam Beechin. This is the best Tim Drake since Infinite Crisis. Since Around the Air. Because remember, and this, this is what reminded me of... um. When I was reading War Games, mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this, but they literally just went—they killed off Spoiler, which was his girlfriend in yep. War Games. Right at that time, Infinite or Identity Crisis came out. They killed his dad. At the same time. And then, yeah, right after Identity Crisis was Infinite Crisis, where they killed off Superboy, which was his best, best friend. friend. Mm-hmm. So he went. It was all within like maybe a year, year or two. But they killed off uh, his girlfriend, his dad, because they had one of the epilogue issues where. Batman goes to tell Tim that Spoiler died, Mm -hmm. uh, Stephanie Brown, his girlfriend, and he said he didn't know how he was going to take the news because he just found out his dad died too. (laughs) So, and I remember thinking that to myself, like, you have an awesome opportunity to show, like, the Fallout when you're using real heroes Mm -hmm. and super, you know, the emotional toll that it takes. And they never did, DC never did anything. That could have been a great, like, maybe a two-part Robin in the Robin series. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the toll that that takes on someone. Yeah. But they but never did. But, yeah, after that one um, Infinite Crisis, and they did one year later, when they came back yep. in all red and black. Yep. Which, uh, At first I didn't like it, but after a while it got, it got really do good. Do you know why they did it? Why? It was uh, to commemorate uh, Superboy, because Superboy had the black and red, that's ah. at the same time that Wonder Girl and Tim Drake both changed their costumes around it started, it started a little bit. started fucking. So the color scheme of uh, Superboy. Did they say why in a book? Why he changed it? Yeah. I think they said made just a quick mention at one point in time. It was gotcha. too uh Probably like in Teen Titans when um, Sean McKeever was doing it and he got whacked. Yeah. <laughs> is, that, is that the one that brought the Wonder so. Twins in? That, yeah. The dog yeah, ate yeah. them all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that wasn't that bad, honestly. Yeah. Well, now, I'm you, it used to be a good book until dude, the new 52 ruined it. Nah, until Infinite Crisis, man. Was it that bad after that? Yeah, that's when it started going down. When Devil Down, when Boy Devil, whatever, when that Blue team. Blue Devil's son yeah, or whatever. And when 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 Tony Daniels started drawing it, that's when it started going downhill. When but the artwork t- was so good. That's what he. he Tony. Tony Daniel is good now, but in that era he He, he was trying to find his new style 'cause he, 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 he he'd been out since the nineties. He had like a lot of books of image too. He was he was more cartoony see, than mine I because he did Batman with Grant Morrison. I didn't like his Batman either. Oh I see I like his artwork then more. But but than again now. It, really? But I think in my opinion, I think he, he had a bad inker back then. Yeah. But now he, he's getting back more of his cartoonist style from the ninety. If I can find it, I I, I, I find some of the old shit to show it to you. Are let They letting him, him write anymore? All right, he he isn't writing anything currently. I didn't actually mind his Batman writing either. One of the best. But I was- read the first issue. His 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 Deathstroke was really good. Didn't read it. Now, the new Deathstroke is is also pretty good, but. Yeah, it's written by Christopher Priest, who is who, a very acclaimed writer. I heard uh, they said that's the Rebirth Deathstroke. hmm I haven't read that. I've never read a Deathstroke comic. I mean, a really? n- number of his individual series. But <laughs> I have a hard time a lot of times with villain ongoing. Yeah. Because you have to almost draw him as an anti-hero type thing. Yeah, and- but Priest is saying that he's making sure this is a villain book, not an anti-hero, because... That's what Tony Day. you made him. He said, no, he's a villain. This is a he's a bad guy. Yeah. But uh, read the 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 Cal Higgins Joe Bennett books. It, it, that was a sleeper hit, in my opinion, of New 52. But then he got fired and then let uh Rob Liefeld take over. Is Cal Higgins doing anything though? Uh Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Is that it? He's not doing nothing with DC? Nope, he's doing his his independent book at an image about the uh, s- superhero, I like
1: his, cow. Night, his Nightwing and
0: Nightwing was good too. With any girls, and he liked the character. I mean, because he, I read a list of I think it was Fat Man and Batman. Yep, yep, yep. And I mean, he was like, that was his favorite. Dick Grayson's his favorite character. Mm-hmm. and You could tell. Let someone that loves the character write it. Right. Because uh, Nightwing isn't that flames right now. It's not bad. It's better than Grayson. Yeah, Grayson was whack, but a lot of people liked it. <laughs> a lot of people liked it. I didn't like it. I will say, I'm Tom King on Batman isn't bad. I really thought that was gonna ruin it. It's not as bad as I thought it would be. I've got like issues two, three, four, and five in my box, but the David I Finch artwork was better than I thought it would be. Yeah. Um, How many issues did Finch uh, get in for you? Uh, had a feeling. I feel like all of the number threes the whole, had a He was the only one that got through the whole sto- first story. <laughs> that, that was nice irony for you. Yeah. Um, How about Tony Because I think he got through the first Justice League. Yeah, because he's pretty quick. Yeah. Hidden not Guy have problems oh, getting Batman the first Batman literally one. had the first five issues David Finch. Mm-hmm. Had a. It was an epilogue issue, was issue six, but had Ivan um, Ice. Oh, really? Yep. Huh. Which looked nice. Now they're doing that Night of the Monster Men. Yeah, well, I might put those back on the shelf with they're in my books. I mean, the three issues in my it, box. People are liking it more than I am, mm-hmm. but it's not bad. I say. It looks more like it should be a mini-series than it should be in the right. books. And basically it is, because you know it have different writers. I'm right never been a Hugo Strange fan. I like the concept of them. But yeah, but was, I don't have to read any of these books. So. But it is Batman's first ever. Art generally. Yep, that's true. That, that's very before, true. Well, before the Joker. Yep, that's very true. Yep, that's as most people probably don't know. Um, uh, she wasn't gonna say, oh yeah, but uh, on Deathstroke, uh, the problem I'm having with it is Christopher Priest got popular in the 90s for having a certain kind of Quentin Tarantino esque style of non linear storytelling. Um, so that got him a job on Black Panther, because first he did it on Quantum and Wooly. What he from Acclaim, so that's valiant. So since then he's been typecast. Every book he writes, it make him write in that same style. And I think he just doesn't want to write that way, but he wants to work. So Death is in that same style, and and it's not a bad. I can follow it, but it it can be very off-putting. Hmm. That works best in movies. Yeah. certainly, kind of story um mechanic work better in certain mediums. But yeah, but it's a pretty good book though, because brings back his boy, Wintergreen. It has all three of his kids in it, like his wife is a bitch. Like him and his wife have a, have a fist fight, and then they fuck. And if she tells him, I'm leaving you. It's pretty good. So, okay, so... We'll probably wrap up, but let, Any big Marvel books you're reading? About? I was gonna say the same thing. It can't be all, all DC. Yeah. Um, with, D, with Marvel, there's I a lot of... It was what? fucking bunk lately. What? Any X-Men that has to do with Marvel. Yep, I stopped. The one one I was reading was Extraordinary. Sucks. Jeff Lemire needs to write independent books, man. Like, yeah, uh, Jeff Lemire sucks, man. Uh, he, I like his independent shit, but his superhero shit is so boring. Nothing happens. They aren't superhero books. Uh, they need to bring someone that has. And I guess I don't know. This could be the whole Marvel doesn't want to do anything X Men. Although they got the death of X starting True. this week. Then they got the X Men versus humans. They need someone that's. Cares about the X Men to come back in. Admit, who knows, maybe bring back some the life, some of the X Men. Yeah. Cyclops, dead. Emma yeah. Frost, D.O.A. Just the Cyclops Wolverine got dead. cool. Yeah. Cyclops has always been a Boy Scout bitch, but uh, who made him cool? Uh, Josh Whedon made him cool. Morrison made him cool. Mm hmm. This is fucking kill him. Whedon? Oh, yeah, Josh Whedon. I was yep. thinking Jed Whedon again. <laughs> um But But, uh, I mean, Jean Grey, Cyclops, Wolverine, all that. Yeah, old Man Logan. Ain't gives a fuck about Old Man Logan. Um, What's I heard? Actually, is pretty decent. The individual book's good, but him and the no. Extraordinary X Men, um, won't kill off none of the minority characters. There's <laughs> all the white characters. Hey. You're killing up. how many white characters are compared to minority characters? A couple all of, them of them now. <laughs> good point. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I make mine in Marvel. I always will. But yeah, but. I, uh, Marvel needs first and foremost. What Marvel needs to quit doing Is it started ongoing, ended after seven issues, and fucking start with a new number one. That's, that's Jeff Lowe Because Jeff Lowe said it should be the manga style, which isn't really manga style either. To where every season or, or like TV style seasons right. start the seasons off. Then they, that's dumb. They need to stop that. Yeah, because all they're doing is they're, they're, it's, it's allowing. They're not even doing multiple, uh, two storylines. A writer will come in, write one storyline, and they can literally be with the same artist and writer yeah. again. Just keep it on ongoing. It's too confusing. Yeah, especially just to, even to the new new readers that they're trying to attract with Marvel's killing with, with Max Media. It's confusing even those people because you have it's we're on on Spider we're on Deadpool volume twenty eight now. Captain America volume thirty six. I mean, get forty or fifty issues in DC did it right, and even though I was kind of a little anti against it first. But get through 52 issues. Which, which was kind of cool. New 52, 52 books. Which well, I think there was maybe a handful of <laughs> the books that lasted all 52. Um, and then starting over with issue ones. But give the history for what it was. I was very happy they put Action and Detective back to original numbering. Ironically, those are the two. Well, Batman and Superman sell a lot more than Action Comics and Detective. Like, well they'll always say because it's the Number Name on the Well it's not the number It's Detective Comics and Action Comics oh. Versus Superman, Bat Or Batman People are buying the name brand issue True But But back in age it to be Superman and Action Comics Batman and Detective Comics But now right, you know, It's just, it's a back symbol and shit But it's yeah. just a Detective Comics Which makes sense for that book now Because it's more of a team book but, but yeah But getting it back tomorrow um, I've been still reading this Amazing Spider-Man um, that It's different the but film, I like conspiracy. it Conspiracy I like Prowler I'm how long has Dan Slott been on this book now? How long since, has it been since One More Day? Because it dude. was the it was the rotating writers yep. for for Brand New Day, but he was still kind of the head out of all of them, and then he took over on. I felt uh, like Joe Kelly was was ahead back in the day. No, it was always Dan Slott. He took that. He did that first one with Steve McNiven. I, I thought I thought Bob Gale did the first one. Mm. Mm-hmm. He did one, but he didn't. Oh, he did one too. He, he did like one storyline. Um. But uh. Mr. Negative, that was the villain, and the yep. it was with uh, Who, who's a cool villain. Dan Slot and the uh, Steve McNiven of the artwork on mm-hmm. it. But then it was because it's brand new day. What was the and then they broke it down to like the web heads They had like less writers, and mm-hmm. then they all left. Then it was only Dan Slot. That's the, around the time of Spider Island. No, it was before Spider. Dan, I think Spider Island might have been his first storyline of, of just him. Yeah. But uh, and it had big time, big time, it, was big, big time. time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what really kind of start, brought the uh, whole Doc Ock storyline. No, he he he. Every everyone in his storyline had to add a tendril for Doc Ock because I remember like on three hundred. I mean, I, it could there may be maybe five hundred. It could have been uh, he, he, his entire storyline. J. Mike was still doing 500, was 600. 600. But even before, prior to six hundred, every every. Every uh, arc that Slot did had a little tendril for, for Ock in it. This is his magical opus for Dr. Ock, because it's, it's just going since the very beginning of a brand new day. Oh, I thought it was maybe big time this oh, Way before big time, dude. Way before big time. But Spider Man's still been consistently good. It's not um, great. It's good. Um, I liked it better when it had multiple artists on it, honestly. Yeah. Spider Man's always one that has, you. you need an artist that's going to fit you yeah. gotta, G- gotta have that energy. What's the one got G, G- S P or something like that? Just took my Yeah, he's good.
1: good. But what I always thought,
0: Humberto Ramos, was a good fit for Spider Man. Yeah, but I mean, he had drawn Spider Man for eighteen million years too. Yeah. Though. But now he's t- he- back in the day. He wasn't as cartoony. He's like manga, like like not even like adult manga. He's like kitty manga. And actually, Amazing Spider-Man back in the day was what my favorite J.R.J.R. J. R. R. was. I thought Absolutely. That was some good artwork on him. I go back even further, man. Mark Bagley back in the day. Then my boy S- S- Steve Scorchy. So Is that like Bagley and Ultimate Spider-Man? I, now, have you actually read any of the Bagley on Amazing back in the early 90s? Back in the Clone side? Yeah, like, like even prior to that, like 325 and mm-hmm. shit. If you, if you look at that Bagley and look at the authors right Spider-Man Bagley you're like, man, I miss the old Bagley. I miss the old Bagley. See, in Bagley now, I can't, I don't like it. It's, he, he, it looks like every character is the exact same. Exactly. And I think because he's getting old because you know Bagley's old as fuck. Bagley has, to be Bagley has kids that are older than us. Really? Yeah. And I think the Bagley, I think he's getting old and like his, 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 his line is as good as it used to be. He's a strong inker too. Yeah. Um, cuz I remember speaking of anchors, reading back on that first um, Ultimate Spider-Man storyline cuz that's what actually I had no intention of giving anything in the Ultimate Universe right? and I opened it up and like the artworks what drew me into it cuz Brian really? Michael Bendis wasn't a a, a, name. a recognizable name at the time and it was uh, Bagley's art that drew me into it um in the first 5 issues first 4 issues I think it was amazing and then it was the death of the, Uncle Ben Uncle Ben issue they had a new different inker on and it I was so it. blocky and I'm like that might have just, been Klaus Jansen and that I remember shit, sitting there man. looking through I was like they get a new art, artist on it it looked like mm-hmm. it looked real shoddy because I know when it first started it was art Tybert yeah Tybert who was a good artist of his own right he, 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 he used to do more drawing instead of inky. yeah like uh Jesus uh, Moreno who, who was Carlos Pateco's inker for a long time but now he kind of apes that style Cause he he's a good artist too. He did like last couple issues of a uh, Flash. Oh, okay. But okay, but yeah, but um, yeah. So when it first started, it was art, and then it, and towards the end, it got better because it was Drew Hennessy. And in the middle, though, you're right. Like starting from six five on, he went to a, a well, different. Only the, acre. the only the one issue was real bad. I they think they might have been back. Scott Hanna. Then it went to get back good again, but then it was I don't know. But now even whenever whenever they brought him back in Ultimate Spider Man, he just it always seemed like a rush job. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Cause that's back when when it used to turn in like two or three books a month. a month. Yeah, him and him and JRJR JR were known for being able to two books a month. Cause mm-hmm. for a while back in the back of the day when, when I was a big Spider Man guy, JRJR um, JR was drawing both Peter Parker Spider Man and Amazing Spider Man. Oh really? For like a year. Oh, Spider Man will always be my go to Marvel. Although I like Daredevil, I will always I've always been stuck to Daredevil. Can't do it.
1: I, I, I every Sewell's now and doing, and again. Charles
0: Sewell's doing it now. It's a different take than what they've done. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting. It's a little too dark. Is it? They're, they're almost making him like a mean character. Mm. And they're not really introducing any of the stuff that, of the changes. Yeah. I like uh, Black Widow. It's probably the best Mark Wade ever. Mark Wade is very hit or miss for me. Well, that's a, you can almost tell it's a direct continuation of their Daredevil run. Yep. Um, same style, but yeah, that's really good. It's really good, man. Um, fuck, what else am I getting in Marvel right now? Uh, I'm getting the Iron Man's. I'm getting not that great. Bendis, I think, just has. I think Bendis is coming on. Yep, because I mean, he's at, he's had a great run, yeah, but I think his run is over. I like uh, Mockingbird a lot. Don't read it, it's a good book. I like Nighthawk, which got canceled, but it's a really good book. But it's very racist. I know Jessica Jones starts up this week. Yeah, i, I probably won't I'll check it out. It out. Hey fucking Gatos, man! His he, 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 it, art seems so lazy, man. Yeah, I'm it not, has like no style to it. It's just like ugh. he's a good storyteller, but no, he, he's, a, he's a 90s DC artist. Yeah, just plain, plain. But he, he was good at making Jessica Jones ugly as fuck. <laughs> he yeah. did his job with that. And then they kind of, I think they. DH her a little bit because it almost looked like she was a little bit older when it first started. No, no she's just old. I mean, she's just ugly with no makeup, man. No, she <laughs> that ass up. Yeah, she got ass up, didn't When she got married,
2: mm-hmm. she, and they
0: kind of young, younged her up a little bit and then made her a little more hip. See, I don't think she was old. I think she was just ugly and she didn't wear any makeup. She's just like a piece of shit. But, um, uh, shit. You read Doctor Strange? Nope. I tried to read it, man, but I like Independent Jason Aaron. His Marvel shit's always so weird, man. But I do like that Ultimate or that not Ultimate uh, Old Man Logan. I wanted to buy that book, but the first one was five bucks. so I said, "Fuck it." Um, what else am I getting from Marvel? Not you know the Avengers? No, fuck. I mean, all new. I was hoping it would be good because it was Mark Wade writing that, and it's nothing. That's Miss Mark Wade because Mark Wade. Let's be honest, bro. He's too old to write right, teenage. He's like sixty. I know I'm getting those goddamn, goddamn teenagers. I'm book too, But that's Ramos though, so, so I, I can see that. Um, I'm also fucking with uh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk. A Punisher's good. People aren't liking it, but it's, it, it's my favorite Punisher since since uh fucking Rucker.
3: I know they have a um.
0: Punisher book right now. Mm-hmm. It's written by uh, that artist, uh, Becky Clooney. Okay. And Steve Dillon's back. And it's good Steve Dillon because Steve Dillon, he's never really bad, but sometimes... He's, he's he never seems like, like superhero book to me. Right. Like his fucking Wolverine wasn't that good. It was, like, again, it wasn't bad. Punisher's about the extent of what he can do with, as far as a superhero, and, fuck with superhero book. And he keeps getting typecasted because <laughs> that's, that's all he ever does. But every time he's done Punisher, it has been flames. Because um, when he did that... Jason Aaron, Punisher Max, mm-hmm. one of the best runs of any book I've ever read in my life. I got the uh, hardcover that. Is it like one big volume. Uh, it might just be the first storyline. I think it was the Kingpin one. Right? But the whole thing is Kingpin. Oh, was it? The whole thing is Kingpin. Honestly, oh, it was only seven issues or something like that they have. No, it's a, it. Yeah, but that that, that it's at least twenty something issues. Oh. Wow. But yeah, but that that's that's the best m- mainstream Jason Aaron book. I've ever read. What what is it? Are you Wolverine Wolverine. Just no, well. I hated Wolverine oh, I didn't mind it. Wolverine in hell. That's, that's it started off bad to me. It had good art, but yeah, but it's just off so dumb. Wasn't that when Ryan Garden was doing the art show? Oh, yeah, when he did the Get a Mystique that that, that was flames. The, yeah, okay, yep, yep, yep. But not when it had the Wolverine Weapon X. That's when it was starting going downhill. Gotcha. Just the weird concepts that aren't good. Because doesn't doesn't equate to good all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, what, is, what else am I getting from Marvel, man? Um, uh, Spider-Man books? I don't get Black Spider-Man. I get that one. Is it good? It's not bad. You don't. It's just a direct continuation of Ultimate Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. How about Silk? No, nope. I think the only ones I get is Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man. When I've read Silk, is actually pretty good, but there's too, it's too many books I'm buying already, so unfortunately... I, 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 I kind of wanted to get Spider-Gwen, but I heard that was kind of... I can't fuck Spider-Man. Spider-Gwen. I don't get... Is that in our world or what? Because you're no. about to fuck Miles Morales, isn't she? That was one of the covers. But then you got... I heard all new all new Wolverine's supposed to be pretty good, but I don't I keep, it. Hearing, I keep hearing that too, yep. And I like how they're doing uh, Enemy of the State too, continuation of the old... Ep. I don't have to do all these 2s now. Yeah. Civil War 2, Enemy of the State 2... That, that's like Disney taking out their cartoons and, and making them live action. It's just basically telling you Marvel can't do nothing original. Exactly. Exactly. Man, Probably shit. don't help that all the original sto- uh, storylines suck lately. <laughs> yep. It has to be something else, man, because I feel like I, I get a lot of uh, Marvel books now. More than I was. Nighthawk, uh, Squadron a Supreme is pretty good. You read Totally Awesome Hulk? No. Hyperion's pretty good I don't get of But Marvel right now is giving everybody a chance To have a book They got a Proud book coming out A solo book oh, what's the other guy Yeah who? cause they'll killer. do it with one storyline And then end it And then maybe That's Marvel's thing They don't announce if a book is an ongoing Or a mini series The dictate dictated <laughs> They might say it's an ongoing and then ended after issue 7. No, if you notice, man, they never really say if it's ongoing or, or mini more, they just say, brand new Marvel, all the number one. Yeah. And then if it doesn't sell well, mini-series. Because Mockingbird and... And like Letters Calvin said, because like the writer writes like the like columnist said, I'm not sure if, if this is going to end at 6, but I do have ideas for 7 and going forward. And then when six, with 5 came, I said, you know what? We get a second story arc. I'm so happy. So that I means her book sold pretty decently. But from what I heard too on podcasts and shit, that, that, that's what I do it now. Just put it out there. If it sells good, they're, it'll keep going past the first storyline. If not, they cancel it. Marvel's biggest thing is they need to sit there and say, we're going to focus on character driven stories and not yep. focus on the big event. But they kind of are though. Because like with all the weird, sure obscure not, characters, I mean, but... DC Everybody, right now is only on their big franchise Superman, Batman, and fucking Justice League. Marvel has their fuck with what sells. Marvels, well yeah, they will give everything a chance. Everything starts to time into fucking uh, Civil War two. And I'm getting tired of you don't even have the goddamn uh, event gets delayed. It's not even it's over. It fucks up the entire line. And well, you already got the uh, next event planned out. Yeah, I didn't mind it back in the day when it was House of M and. Uh, Civil War and Secret Invasion, it was one event a year. It was kind of like the mm-hmm. summer type thing. And you might have a couple months where you have two issues out or something like that. But you're, you, you're lucky if you get a one month break now in between a Marvel yeah. event. I mean, Christ, you already got Avengers versus invader, or Inhumans is the next one. Wait, so they're fighting the X-Men and then they're fighting the Avengers? Or oh, on, I'm sorry. God damn. X-Men, X-Men versus, X-Men damn. versus Inhumans. But um, I was going to... Uh, I was going to uh, rebut by saying that Marvel's still winning but late, since the fucking Rebirth's been out Marvel has consistently lost probably this is probably the most months Marvel has lost and their sales are down yeah that's what They're I'm DC. saying because um, New 52 DC won for about a month and a half and every September and half they had their big storyline they line. won for their first their first issues their first two issues I think his sales jumped up huge for DC. Then right back plummeted back down. But now DC's been pretty consistent since Rebirth. And for the first time that I can remember, this is the longest that Marvel has been up. like nine of the top ten books last month or or DC. Only one was Marvel, which was typically the opposite, the exact opposite of that. So this is the first time that DC and then then like uh, we can probably close on this, but here's what DC did wrong with uh, DCU. And Marvel is, is basically thinks they're un- unstoppable. DC, listen to the vocal minority, which is the people on the internet, basically. So, oh, I want to have black characters, gay characters, woman characters. And granted, they, they should make an effort to do that. But the vo- but people on inter- on the internet and comic book fans, that's a small segment. People buying comics are these old dudes in their mom's basement. They they aren't on the internet all, all the time doing that shit. They don't want. They don't care about these other characters, these diverse characters. So when it did the DCU, doing what they thought people wanted, it failed miserably. Now they said, fuck it. Let uh, I think uh, let Jeff Johns come back. No, fuck it. Let's focus on on the big. Let's do all history. of the big books, yeah. history, but the big the franchises. Yeah. Fuck all this Midnighter, uh, fucking uh, Bizarro, <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. Let's do Batman, Superman, Justice League. If it doesn't pertain to that, fuck it. Yeah. And now it's working. And then also it brought back the history. The people because they're they brought, catering. R- rock them back to yep. Wonder Woman. Yep. Because people because Marvel thinks people hate continuity because people from fans of movie won't understand it. But people, but they aren't bringing that many fans over anymore. Anyway. Movie fans are not bringing in new readers. You know, maybe on the the uh, tablets and shit buying books every now and again. Yeah. Not not a month to month buyer. No. Month to month buyers are like you and I. Well, I'm fine the way, but most month-month buyers want continuity in the characters that they like. Because you've said it on numerous occasions, you want to see, you hate new villains, you hate new characters, you want to see the character you like, yeah, your favorite artist. The thing <laughs> that drives me crazy is when, oh, I'm getting my I'm getting my chance to write Superman. It's my dream come true. Awesome. What villain are you gonna use? Oh, I'm gonna create my own. It's, <laughs> and it's the same generic ass villain every oh, single fucking time. Which is true. It's um. A Superman like character <laughs> yeah. that has Superman like power. Hello John Ramita Jr. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking to you, buddy. Well, same thing as uh when Scott Snyder did uh Superman Unchained. Yep. Superman Unchained in that in that story arc when it was uh Jeff Johns came back for Superman with John Ramada Jr. Yep. It might as well have been the, the same fucking story, story. Exactly. Story <laughs> and it read concurrently too that <laughs> at some point at the same time. No, Superman and Chain was done long before. Mm. Both had good artwork, both were done by great art writers. And so that class, uh, that clause uh, Jason Jensen inks kind of uh, fucked they, it up. But do what people want to see. That's where Jeff, Jeff Jeff Loeb got it right when he came and did Hush and had Jim Lee yep. I'm going to give the reader greatest Greatest great I'm going to every villain I want <laughs> yeah. in there. But then he created a new one who was a good villain though. Probably yeah. one of the best Batman villains Well, besides well, the Carter Owl that kind of fell off. Talent kind of fell off Talon's gone But Huss is probably The best Batman villain And probably In our lifetime New Batman villain He's better than Bane, he Bane He's he better Harley than Bane He's better than Bane though Her Yeah We can kind of count Harley But her, her, Harley's got hot Probably the last two Or three years though so. No Like She's like red hot now Like she's Her book's well, like the In Deadpool. the top ten She's now. the Deadpool Of the right. DC Universe now but now, I think she was big before that. Yeah, true. Now, I don't. I would prefer that creators create, that's why they're creators, to create new storylines, new characters, new, and new villains. But I think that most people will feel the same way you feel. The top artists doing the characters that you know and love. Yeah. And I get it. And maybe incorporate a villain with your new villain. That's where they did Hunch true. was done well. True. I get it. How many Joker stories can you do before it starts getting stale? Yeah, if I never read a Joker story again in my stories? life. Although, you can always do something. Hell, fucking back in the day, DC had a year or two of storylines where they turned Lex Luthor into the fucking president of the United States. Yeah, which was yeah, which was great. Yeah, which was great. Which is the best Luthor. Yeah, that I think because I will always say that menacing business type Luthor mm-hmm. was thanks thanks to John Byrne. Yeah. Before that, he was like a scientist. Oh, I'm gonna get to Superman. John Byrne turned to a businessman. Because yeah. the, the biggest villains in the '80s was a businessman, a I, stockbroker type. And I think player. that's a better Luther than anyone, else, any other one ever had. And thank uh, the cartoon for having a great Lex Luthor, yeah. voiced by uh, Clancy Brown, who also was the Punisher's creator in the Dirt Devil Oh, was it? <laughs> mm-hmm. Also play he played he played a general in that. Also played a general in uh, Flash. I think he played a general or something else too. He always plays a fucking general. Yeah, but um, so DC is doing it right because they're listening to what people actually want, not the vocal months. So Brian Hitch, that's where I think that first Justice League storyline. Yeah, that, I, the art was good, but who can that story was you so fucking know it stupid. Me of, it reminded me of that. Uh, Hickman's uh, Avengers run. Yes, yes, yep. Remind yep. me of World exactly, Builders. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. You're right, These man. God like yeah. kid. I don't wanna see it. I want I don't wanna see something that there's no possible way they could beat, and then at the last second they beat it. But that's the problem with the fucking Justice League, though you have to admit they're too fucking powerful. You have to- but I will say this with the Justice League, mm-hmm. beautiful artwork. But did you notice there was I still don't even really understand the storyline. How did they beat him? I stopped. Superman dives into the core of the earth and is moving something and they're yeah. stealing their powers and... I stopped two issues in. Because I got one of them over here somewhere, but I stopped it. I'm hoping the second story art pulls... Is it the same team? Uh, Well, it's the second artist, but it's uh, still Brian Hitch. Who's the second artist? I don't remember. And Brian Hitch isn't a bad writer... He's not great, but he's not a bad. But I think he's trying. Justice League of America wasn't bad if it would finish. Yeah, he 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 tries too hard to be epic. Not story has to be epic. Ugh. But yeah, um, I think that uh, Hitch is a good writer, but I think he just tries to be too epic, too wide, too wide screen sometimes. No, the only thing I remember about Hitch was put up a phenomenal Ultimates, Ultimates two. Yep. And he didn't do, He drew a pretty good Justice League back in the day. Yeah, but I remember back when he did the uh, filling issue of Uncanny X-Men in the Joe Mad era. So it was a, a stark contrast to Joe Mad era's oh. art. <laughs> and then I, it took me out of it. But also I thought he was a poor man's Alan Davis. And that's what he was when he started. The poor man's Alan Davis. That's what I... Alan Davis is the poor man's <laughs> Brian Hiss. Brian Hiss shows. Brian Hitch knows how to modernize a haircut on those characters.
1: <laughs> that feathered jet, <jack. laughs> that's so fucking true.
0: He's not—he's not drawing his Captain America with a feathered uh, hairdo like he's from the '80s. This student has become a teacher. <laughs> man, that's so fucking true, man. I'll think of how many now there are. Fabric, better than Finch. Yep. That's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, Fabric is way better than Finch. His art has come so far. Fabic might be one of the best artists around right now. Absolutely. And I'll tell you who is, uh, I'll tell you who I think has stepped up their game to be probably the best in their life for any time right now. Mankey. What are you drawing right now? Superman. He's the, It's Gleason and Mankey. Mankey. Which, this is going to contradict what I'm going to say. Because <laughs> I was going to say, DC has been very, very good as far as with their artists. Not he doing was. stark... Differences. Yes. But there's a pretty big difference between Mankey and You think so? Gleason? I think their their line style is similar. Now Mankey Gleason's a little more cartoony. He's cartoony, but if you had Gleason and Fabric, that's a, that's a stark contrast. Yeah. They're kinda in the same league of artists though. But uh let me see if I can find out they gave a preview of the upcoming issue of Superman. It's like the most realistic, like better than Batman better than the Green Lantern. He did. I think he peaked on Batman to me because of, now here's the thing though with him when when he was inked by Tom Nagayan on Batman, that's when he had a nice smooth sm- smooth art. But on Green Lantern, the problem was if you notice, he had like five inkers on, on every book. He had too many inkers because I guess his fucking schedule was too uh uh hectic. Mm-hmm. If he has one inker, and probably has time off because he has a basically. If 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 doing six issues, arc still, um, all the books of DC five to six. Uh, well, some of them are a little bit long. I would say between five and eight. Okay, so if if uh Pat Gleason is doing say six issues, that's three months. So that that gives him a, a longer time to get his books out. Meaning uh Doug Mankey. So mm-hmm. so maybe not gonna have one consistent inker because the problem is he had Kristen Kristen Alame. I think he had. Klaus Jensen? No, he didn't have Klaus. He had somebody else and, and then he, he he inked himself on Green Lantern. And the pages he inked himself were horrendous. He, he, he also was a heavy-handed inker. So I think, because Doug Mankey's pencils are amazing? Always, oh, his, his pencils never gone down in quality. The problem was his quality was inkers. Hmm. The inker, the inky will kill a, a great book, man. Like, motherfucking what's his name, um, from back in the day. Jack Kirby had his one inker who used to erase his lines because they were too. Too much work for uh, Vince Aculeta. He erased Jack Kirby's lines because they were too. I was working for too intricate for him to ink, and, and like he dumbed down Jack Kirby's art. That's a fucking travesty, man. And anybody that Klaus Jansen inks is he's gonna fuck it up. Wow, it's a good time. Comics have been good again lately. No DC at least, and. Yeah. And my independent books like Images, Ringside, uh, Inside Look at the, in, the Inner Workings of, com- of of Wrestling Companies, the art kind of sucks. But it's an indie art. If it's an indie book, I don't mind the indie looking. Art. Oh, Spawn's good right now because it's Eric Larson and and Tommy probably drawing it together. I la the early TMNT, how every page had both artists on it, mm-hmm. same thing that um, is happening on uh, Spawn right now. Spawn's a superhero. For the first time I can he's acting a superhero, superhero. He's fighting super villains and shit. Really? Yep. I haven't read any I don't think I've honestly ever read an issue of Spawn. Really? Ever? Mm Uh I take that back. I'm sure I have. I haven't read any spawn since 185 when um when they killed also Al Simmons. Hey, that's a dumb monkey I personally don't like. Really? Yeah. I like the nice smoother line. That's kind of like a scratchy kind of line. The the only kind of scratchy lines I like if it's Bill, Sienkiewicz, who was the poor man's Neil Adams, and now Neil. Ad, oh Neil, oh Neil yeah, Adams, the poor man. <laughs> now I feel like I feel like you wouldn't like Bill Sienkiewicz's art. It's very abstract. Who? Bill Sienkiewicz. He did the cover to Daredevil when Electric came back, like, recently. When she's on the cover like this and shit. And then, like, Daredevil was above her like this. I have to see, though. Pull up an image. Yeah, pull it up real quick. I know you all are loving this riveting episode where we are on the phones looking shit up. So, granted, there was not a lot of laughs on this episode. This is more... You heard some cooking from us? A lot of cooking. Cooking with Brian, Brian and Evan. You had a little comic corner conversation? This is more like a comic uh, apartment. We had a lot of comic talk. Which... Uh, which oh, sorry, go ahead. Hold right, on, go ahead. Because, uh, the, uh, for the most part, we're comic fans first and foremost. And on the show, because we talk about so many other things, we don't always get, get to talk about comics. So this is a good, a good comic show. Why, why can't I fucking search? You'll notice there was... Not one mention of the new Marvel Netflix series, Luke Cage. It's coming soon. Coming it's, soon. I'm only three episodes sh- into it. The other two hosts have finished the first season, and our we're gonna have Ashley back on for the episode, and she, and she texted me earlier, and she said that she's on five or six right now. Oh, she's further than me. Yes, yeah, so so you'll get another pink taco review. Pink taco, and she and she also loves it. And then um, so. Inside baseball again. Brian, Randy, and I always came right up. Have um, have like a a texting thread that's about the show and shit, and um, about, about our podcast. And Randy and I are finished. So all day today, we kept texting about the show. And if Brian can read any of the texts, it, it was all it had all kind of spoilers in it. Oh yeah, I know who it is. I don't like his artwork. Yeah, I I, I didn't think you would, but he's not bad for covers. I like his interiors, too. Oh, I hate his interiors. <laughs> I like his interiors a lot. hate him. I have a documentary about him over here somewhere. don't want to watch it. <laughs> he was abused as a child, bro. Yeah. What did they do? What did they do? Break his hand so he couldn't go? <laughs> he did. No, he didn't, he didn't. All right, so I think that that is enough to suffice and hold you over until we're able to record again, hopefully with all three hosts in the same room recording. In RBS. Studios International. And so, I guess we're gonna try out our new outro. I forgot what it was. I remember what it was, bro. I remember the first part. We're. <laughs> we're drunk. drunk. We're, were the guys? Oh, fuck, no. I, don't. I know the first part was we're drunk. And we're out of here. But no, that's the actual thing we sold it from. But we changed it. It was in, in a malcolm, like Marvin D.C. We're drunk and we're out this bitch. I thought. I that's thought. Why we're I thought it had our name in it somewhere. somewhere. We're drunk and we're a couple of guys telling true stories. We're a couple of guys telling true stories based on fiction. And we're drunk. And we're off this bitch. Okay, so um, that's going to be a work in progress, so we don't know for sure. (laughs) Next time we have have these ideas, we have to put a recorder on our phone to record it right then. Fuck it, we out. (laughs) Fuck it, we out this bitch.
1: And... I try and hey, I tried to be a righteous man I try to get love all over the world but I'm tired of being you